Hey, welcome to the True Face Podcast. Hi, Hello. guys. Hello. Yeah. So yeah. today, Bree, Natalie, Brittany, John, and this is where I usually forget to introduce myself. I'm David. David? Yeah. Yep. Thank you. And we're the... No, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the McNulty family band. Uh, ding, 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 sorry if you're a McNulty yeah. and listening to this. This yeah. is why having David and John on one podcast <laughs> yeah. is just the best. <laughs> or the worst, depending on if you think humor is you're a McNulty. Yeah. 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 yeah, and us not having any sometimes. Um, <laughs> we are talking about friendship, and humor is a part of friendship. So, you know, you, you develop it together. over time. Yeah. 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 That was a nice together. segue. Yeah. Very well done. Yeah. Yeah. And we're also continuing to focus on how grace applies to the Old Testament and particularly Proverbs. Proverbs is so chock full of wisdom, but it's also full of things that make us kind of flinch from our childhoods or from our high school experiences or whatever it may be. And I thought this was a good time to set up. I was reading this article and I wish I could tell you who the author was because I'd love to give them credit about how they had, they had interviewed all these people who are over 70 and they had said that the one thing that doesn't diminish at all and may even increase is even into the 80s and 90s, people desire companionship. And even more so than they said than even in junior high, they get a rush out of feeling like like meeting someone new, feeling accepted. It never goes away. And I think Proverbs is a really practical place of teaching us not just about wisdom, but how does that apply to how to love each other as friends? And so we want to talk about that today. We want to talk about hard stories and talk about stories and good stories too about well, what do these verses have to do with anything when it comes to friendship and, and we'll figure it out. So we'll see. Yeah. Uh, one of the ones that I love starting right off is 1320. Uh, whoever walks with the wise becomes wise, but the community of fools will suffer harm. I think we mentioned this last week, but it just strikes home with um, some sweet friends that I have right now who, uh, walking with life with them, I learn from them constantly. They love me so well in my hardest times, and through their friendship, I get to then learn how to be a friend through their example. And um, and then vice versa, fears back companion of fools will suffer harm. Gosh, there were so many years where I did not surround myself with um, loving, kind wonderful people and and there was lots of harm um and there was lots of um just i guess suffering in a way but having sweet friends who've come alongside me i I learn how to be a friend through through their sweet friendship yeah yeah i early on in my college career i was working full-time and i was working for some guys from a different culture who were here as master's students loved them, loved getting to know their culture. And they worked harder than anyone I, I've really ever met. Uh, but they also played really hard. And it was in a way that was not in line with the gospel. Let's, <laughs> let's say it that way. Uh, and they invited me to move uh, around the world to be a part of their company at 21. And I felt really like honored and like, whoa. And so I made a couple of trips to um, just see what it would be like. And this verse, uh, the one who keeps the law as a son with understanding, but a companion of gluttons shames his father. It comes to mind because they were, um, if they were listening, I, I love them dearly, but they were gluttons. They were gluttons for work. They worked 18 hours a day and then they didn't sleep and they were gluttons for what they then did to cope with what they did to themselves to gain success in the eyes of their tradition, their family, their people. And so it was really clear to me that even though I was being offered something of honor 
and as an outsider, that I would be the companion of gluttons, even though in some of, in some ways they, they looked squeaky clean. But uh, it, it was one of those moments where I was like, whoa, Proverbs is really going to save me. And I can be friends with these people, but I cannot be companions with these people in, in that way. So I still love them, still love their culture. Um, but I had to part ways at that point with them. Yeah. Um, Bree, I'm still going back on 1320. Whoever walks with the wise becomes wise, but the mm. companion of fools will suffer harm. Uh, Bill last week talked about uh, helping nurture an, an environment where you could be known. And, and this verse kind of plays out why you would be known because uh, there has to be wise people with you. Uh, you you can't do wisdom in isolation. You can't just um, school book it up or your own self-referencing. Um, wisdom is not created in private isolation. So it, it, there, there's more than one reason why we want to create environments where we can be known. But that's a huge one. And then I was saying the second half of that is comparing the wise with fools who suffer harm. Uh, I, I think one of the things that Proverbs thirteen twenty is saying is the wise, one of the things that's true about them, they rarely experience self-inflicted harm. Mm-hmm. They, they, they will get harmed and they will, things will happen to them just like anyone else. But what a beautiful thing that someone who's opened their lives to other wise people eventually becomes a wise person who suffers less self-inflicted harm. Right. That's what a gift that is. Yeah, absolutely. You know, grace sometimes makes it hard to read a proverb and and be able to have an understanding of uh, how does that happen? And you can have inflicted harm from others. You can have self-inflicted harm. One of the things we were talking about is when you're with someone and you're a companion, like, well, what about when you need to be alongside them? And, and Brittany was talking about that on the last podcast about how, like, I almost feel like a hypocrite. Like, yeah. if I'm in grace, then shouldn't I go out and find the people who are on the side of the road? And what, what do I do? Uh, and... I was, Natalie, we were talking about how it doesn't mean that you have to do everything that they're doing, but you can still be in their culture. And trying to figure that out is rough. Yeah. uh, John, what you were saying about staying in isolation and just staying in a bubble, per se, of your good buddies and Christian and Sunday school, like you can do that. That's one way of living your life. Or you can kind of go and um, not be a companion and do the same things as everyone, but walk with them and be among different types of people. I think differences are scary to to us, like naturally Uh, made me think of when I played volleyball for many, many years and now I'm done, but they're the type of people I would never meet or never spend time with or hang out with if I hadn't done that sport. All of them? I mean, come on, there's (laughs) one or two, aren't there? Maybe one or two, but um, just different people, different backgrounds. They were raised differently. Um, and I don't necessarily need to do everything they do and the choices that yeah. they make, but I can be an outlet for them to go to of, of wisdom or of light um, and just be alongside them. But I don't have to be like a sheep with them. Hmm. It's interesting. It's making me think about a couple different situations I've been in where I've had to be surrounded um, by, by people that that don't know Jesus and, and don't necessarily walk in wisdom. And um, there was one period of schooling where, for one reason or another, I just there I was not around any other Christians. And it was really interesting to be 
really genuine friends with those people mm-hmm. who were, oh, man, so foolish sometimes. Um, I think of one friend in particular that just was really making just unwise decisions. Like if you even described them to her today, she would say, oh, of course that was going to lead me to absolute heartbreak and ruin. And and yet she was still going along along with it. Um, and part of that, she was she was being secretive about this foolish behavior. Um, and she knew that I, I wasn't a fool. And I'm just reflecting on how I was the only person that she told for a really long time, even though she knew that I would know it was foolish and think it was foolish. Um, But that even within that, I I wasn't her companion in the foolishness. I was not going to be in that with her, but I could be alongside her and I could walk with her while knowing it was foolish, while Mm -hmm. it gently saying, this is, this is foolish. Um, It's just interesting how Jesus sometimes really does place us, intentionally in a group in a situation in a even for some of us with different with in a specific country that we are going to have to be around fools um, but we get to choose to walk in wisdom and we get to choose to love them while not being their companion and you don't know even though they're not responding to it and you can't see a change because of your being in their life god has a beautiful purpose. It may be 10 years from now. It may be, uh, but there's a beautiful reason that you're in their life. Even if you can't see, they're still acting foolish. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and the beauty about Proverbs is there's not just a group of people who are all the time the fool and all the time the wise, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and it, we can all tell stories of when we've played the fool, yeah. you know, it, yeah. even though that's not our primary identity, we can still play the fool. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that same girl, but just as you're talking, John, making me think more about it, that I didn't think I was getting through to her at all because she was not changing her behavior. She was just being more honest about it with me. Um, and there was one day where we were talking and, um, I was just sharing honest answers about, about Jesus and how I saw things. And she asked if she could go to church with me. And it was one of those, like, it kind of took me back to middle school when you're supposed to be asking all your friends to go to church with you. (laughs) I never would have in a million years thought that this girl would be open to it. And she still doesn't know Jesus. It's been years and she still doesn't know Jesus and hasn't accepted, but it was one of those moments of, okay, you're doing something by, by asking me to, to be in the life of someone that is acting foolishly, even if I'm not being their companion and still don't know. I mean, I, I hope one day I get to see something from that, but it was, yeah, it was a, a great encouragement of this dichotomy of not being a companion of fools, mm-hmm. but still loving and walking with people. So good. Yeah. Speaking of middle school, like when I was in middle school, I would have read these things and I would have thought, well, I need to do this because I am better. And we know that grace has freed us from such a theology into it. it's not because I am better. It's because I have trusted someone who is better and he has given me an experience that is better and his love and his commitment and what he says about how we can accept each other, how we can stand by each other, how we can be closer than a brother, closer than a sister, that these things are, that they lead to what at the root of our core being what we desire. And so it's not about our behavior in the sense of we need to prove to someone. It's about what we get to receive. And yeah, we're probably going to behave 
pretty awesomely towards somebody if we choose to believe these things and they're going to be like, well, that's different. You're willing to tell me a hard truth because you love me or, or whatever it may be. But grace, it keeps tying you back into away from the, the ought and the pain and the, well, I guess I have to, to, to the get to, to the, this is really what we want. If, and since we were created by a God who understands, my obedience to these kinds of things are going to be a gift, not something that is painful. Um, I might experience pain from it, but not just because I, I'm o- obeying, if you will. Um, and we want, as we were talking about at the very beginning, we, we want a sense of companionship, which is even a weird word to me. It sounds like an old archaic word, almost like, ooh, it's weird. But we, in this verse 29, 3, it says, he who loves wisdom makes his father glad, but a companion of prostitutes squanders his wealth. Well, that, that's a verse that goes bad in a hurry. <laughs> but, I mean, it's starting off just nice and then, Whoa. How do those even yeah. apply? <laughs> and what we were talking about earlier is that there is a way to pay for companionship, be it through money, be it through status, be it through popularity, be it through being able to connect people through networks. And none of us want to live life in such a way that people just want to be around us for what they can get from us. We all want true friendship. And true friendship, God happened to write a lot of practical wisdom into Proverbs. Even before he came and redeemed us on the cross, he was writing into this how we could come alongside each other. How wisdom, which would make our father or mother glad, would also make us glad and would also make our friends glad in their time of need. And since we all are in need and since we all will struggle and since we all have this deep desire for acceptance... Um, this is a place where God has said, here you go. Here's some, here's some really easy ways to, to say, find the stories of your life and then it will unfurl the truths that you want to live by. And so we want to keep doing that. We want to keep telling you our stories and, uh, being awkward and feeling awkward about them and getting taken back to those moments, um, and, and finding how wisdom, grace and friendship keep intertwining. So we'll see you next week on the True Face podcast. See you guys.